This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows, subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, and please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Today we're going to talk about not a not a great topic here, but divorce is one of the most difficult things a person can go through, in my opinion. Uh, emotional turmoil for yourself, your children, uh, other family members, friends, it can be considerable. As if all of that wasn't hard enough, the divorce process can be made even more unpleasant by various financial issues and even protracted battles over assets. It can include real estate, property, money, investments. And before we push forward into this you know, incredibly exciting and happy landscape, clearly not, uh, <laughs> and this, uh, this discussion about the retirement strategy after a divorce, though, let me introduce my co-host, the non-divorcee, Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing? I am doing great, Matt. Thanks for having me on your show once again. And yeah, you know, we tackle the tough topics or the serious topics once in a while, but for those out there who may be going through a divorce or preparing to, or just coming out of one, uh, it does change the financial landscape quite a bit, and uh, it really uh, can drastically affect uh, your retirement planning uh, and some of those retirement accounts. So you have to plan for it, and this will be good for some tips uh, for those folks out there. And some of the tips will apply to uh, a broad base of people as well, not just people going through divorce. So I'm excited about the show, but I've been good, you know, just trying to uh, get as much done as I can uh, before uh, winter sets in. How about you? What yeah. have you been doing? I took a, a couple days to just get out of it all and go away, sit in a cottage and not see anybody and hang out for a few days and it completely decompress. It was fantastic. Um, we brought the family, the kids and my wife and um, and they went to the beach every day and I just hung out. And Where'd you go, Nantucket? Uh, Went to Nantucket. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It, and so it was nice to get out to the cottage and, and uh, just relax out in Madikit. And um, it was great. It was great. It was completely refreshing. It was something we all needed to do. And the kids are getting ready to start school in this again in this new thing. My son's totally remote. My daughter's at this hybrid thing she's doing. And uh, so it, it was just something I think everybody absolutely needed to do and something. And any, if you can, I highly suggest if, you, if even if it's just for a couple of days, like we did it, get out there and do it yourself. It's yeah. really good to just unplug. Don't look at social media. Don't watch the news, read a couple books, sit in the sun, eat some good food, 
hug the people you love and uh, and <laughs> let all this other stuff go away for a couple of days. And, and then, of course, if you live where I live and you go to a, a state like Massachusetts to come back, well, then you get your COVID test when you get back and know that you're fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, it does sound like a great getaway. And wow, that's just you, the way you described it, you know, unplug, read a book, relax. Wow. Sounds fantastic to me. Uh, see you later. Enjoy the yeah. rest of the show by yourself. I've got- I'll do what I can. If you're going to do that, I will do this by myself. <laughs> it's like, that sounds so good. I think I'll do it right now. I'm going to unplug. Click. Yeah, anyway. So uh, on the heels of that wonderful message, well, let's dig into a kind of a heavy topic for the day. You know, uh, divorce. It's a, I, I, I want to start it by saying this. If you're in the middle of a divorce right now and you're listening to this, this is probably not going to be what you want to hear. But a comedian made the, the joke a long time ago. He said, you know, don't say to somebody sorry about the divorce you went through because no good marriage ever ended up in a divorce. Right. So, um yeah, I, I, I want to start it there, right? No yeah. good marriage ends up in a divorce. Yeah. When you're in the middle of it, it is painful, yeah. right? But on the other side, uh, there, there's, I think it's quite often best for everybody uh, if you're, if you're going to get out of that situation. So uh, we're going to talk about some of the strategies you, you can do to kind of make yourself at least as close to possible financially whole through this process yeah. today. I think it, chances are, even if you haven't gone through a divorce yourself, I mean, you and I have not, but somebody you're close to has and and that's true for both of us as well and you know it can take a toll on someone and when you throw finances into the mix well that's that's when things get even harder right yeah I, absolutely Tony when, as I'm sure you can imagine and like just alluded to they're in the divorce process pensions retirement accounts those are often at the top of both spouses wish list for what they want to walk away with after the divorce if one of the spouses hasn't had a career or didn't contribute to a retirement plan as part of the couple's strategy, the pressure can be heightened even further than just that wish list. Uh, there was an Investopedia article, How to Protect Your Retirement After Divorce, and it notes that crafting a workable plan for both spouses beforehand, probably the best first step you can take when you're planning a, a wedding or in the early days of your union. Few people want to bring up that a future divorce is possible, but quite honestly, let's face it, it, it just may be. Yeah. Yeah. It can happen. Uh, and you know, it can happen to anybody. There isn't much that lasts forever these days. And for millions of people, that includes a marriage, unfortunately. But uh, what does this kind of agreement look like? It's kind of funny because as much as anything, it comes, let's say it this way, the same thing that you can do to successfully uh, put together a financial plan for after your divorce is one of the things you can do to kind of maintain a successful marriage, in my opinion, and that's open and consistent communication. Um, <laughs> that quite often will stave off the need for a divorce. And uh, one of the biggest causes for divorce is finances. Uh, So having these discussions sometimes and preparing for something like this, I don't think you want to manifest anything by concentrating too much on it. But, you know, having these communications sometimes will stave it off anyway. And if unfortunately it does come around, uh, you have at least a plan in place. You and your spouse should sit down together, examine your assets. And from there, come up with a plan that would divide those assets in a way you can both live with. Remember, neither spouse is likely to get everything they want if there ever is a divorce or when it does happen. So give and take is essential. Again, if you can work through this process, 
chances are you're probably in a stronger place than a lot of people might be. Obviously, the process should include a keen examination of all those retirement accounts, the assets you have. But if you can get through this relatively in good shape, uh, hopefully you're not one of the candidates of the people who are going to have to deal with this. Uh, additionally, agreement hammered out only between you and your spouse may not hold up in court. So if you go through this and you get it all done, uh, it, so hopefully your divorce doesn't become more hostile. So, the, But it may be a wise move to work with an attorney, financial services professional, come up with a plan that you can both live with, and that will survive the legal process should things go a little south. Right. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, I think that obviously the discussion is a tough one, but it's needed. And it seems to me like it's important to really probably understand the rules that govern retirement accounts, because in some cases, those rules require you to spell out how assets would be divided, right? Oh, Tony, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Specific accounts should be listed in and clearly defined in any divorce. Settlement agreements, uh, that that's just helps divide the assets properly. For example, the Thrift Savings Plan, which is a defined contribution plan av available to federal employees and, and military personnel, it's a good example for this. It mandates that a strategy for the plan's assets be clearly defined and labeled as TSP balance in any divorce process. And in that article, you know, an informal agreement between two divorcing spouses isn't legally binding enough for a rollover. The divorce decree must specifically state something along the lines of the spouse is entitled to X number percent of the account holder's TSP balance. And if it doesn't make that statement, the account holder's spouse doesn't receive a dime, no matter what other agreement may say and you know especially in something uh it's tough military military marriages are tough things that's something you really want to have spelled out well yeah what about though when there's debt in a retirement plan oh yeah good question uh <laughs> you're on your a-game tony yeah once Maybe in a while my, even my, a stop he, clock is right twice a day <laughs> yeah your my vacation really helped you <laughs> Your time, my time away from you yeah. has really cleared up your head. Seems <laughs> yes. No. So it can vary from it can vary from state to state that debt that's sitting in a retirement account and it can be considered a joint obligation. Take a quick step back. Let's talk about an example how you can end up with debt in a retirement account. Uh, maybe the policy holding spouse took out a hundred thousand dollar loan from their two hundred thousand dollar four hundred one k. A fifty. 50 split is likely to be calculated for the remaining balance in the plan. The only potential wrinkle to that is if the divorce decree spells out that the $100,000 loan must be repaid before the division occurs. Okay. I would say that sounds like a substantial wrinkle and yeah. uh, like we could get into the weeds there. But before we dive deeper into this topic, uh, let's stop here a minute. And I'm sure our listeners are saying, wow, I'm going to need help with this. How can they get a hold of you? Uh, simple call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. I, I, like you said, you, yourself, myself, we haven't been through this process personally, but we, I know a lot of people who have, I've you know helped clients through this a number of times. This is don't go it alone. If there's, you, there's some things we, I always talk about, find a, find a professional to work with. This is one of those ones one of those situations where not going it alone is paramount. Well, yeah, there's so many mistakes that can be made and uh, big financial mistakes as well. Uh, what do you have next for us? So the next thing I want to get at, uh, 
Let's look at pensions. So the Investopedia article, the how to protect your retirement after divorce, has some really great insights into this one. Generally, the division of individual retirement accounts, what we refer to as IRAs, it's a simple process. A divorce decree or the qualified domestic relations order, it's used to transfer balances from one spouse to the other. It's as done as a simple rollover. And though the division of retirement funds is ultimately set by a court order, there's a number of factors that play into deciding how monthly benefits are split between spouses. And as you've probably already guessed, uh, any pension money that was earned during the marriage is most often considered joint property, and therefore most likely subject to division during a divorce. Right. Uh, there you go. And so, uh, again, a lot to understand here. And I know from our previous discussions on pension plans that a lot of them do have survivor benefits how does a plan survivor benefits factor into the divorce process? Another great question. Uh, in some cases, the non-working spouse may choose to keep the survivor benefit that they've been designated to receive. Uh, in other scenarios, monthly benefit can be divided between non-working spouse and the account holder. Uh, the survivor benefit retained, waived, even transferred, depending on the language of the divorce agreement, is an area where the non-working spouse is really going to want to do their homework because they may be better off waiving that survivor benefit in exchange for the working spouse perhaps purchasing a life insurance policy that names them as the beneficiary. It's especially true if the retirement accounts survivor benefit vanishes if the non-working spouse remarries before they reach a certain age. Again, a great reason to have a professional involved. Wow, Matt, this is a lot to take in. Maybe you could walk us through some of the general financial steps a person should take if they're going through a divorce then. Certainly, Tony, certainly. I, uh, you're right. This is a lot to take in. And I feel like I need to make almost a PSA every time we, in almost every segment, I know we kind of break the show up into smaller segments. And remember, divorce can be contagious. So <laughs> don't let it infect you. You can be in an incredibly healthy relationship and see something going on. And all of a sudden, you questions are being thrown around during couples, consistent, constant communication, open communication lines are huge. We talked about it in the beginning. And if you can do some of these things successfully, again, I think your chances of having to face a divorce are going to be much smaller. If you need to get one, if you're in a dangerous situation, get out of there. Um, but, uh, Again, find find a professional to help. So that I know, again, I know this is a lot taken, but uh, so we're talking about personal finances. And when we're talking about these steps, when you're going through a divorce, I think it's a, a important thing to remember. Take a deep breath. Have a calm mind, a strong strategy. It can make all the difference. Earlier in today's show, we talked about homework. Let's circle back to that for a couple seconds here. When de dealing with a divorce, it's critical to have a grasp of the rules about how your various accounts will be divided. Remember, the non-participating or non-owner spouse is entitled to all of the information regarding retirement plans and account balances. And additionally, you should note that rules about dividing pensions and other retirement assets are different state to state. Your divorce in Arizona may look very different than a friend or family member's divorce in Florida. Well, yeah, everybody's situation's different, and that definitely makes a lot of sense. Some good advice and tips there. And another thing that you mentioned earlier in the show is relying on professionals like yourself to help you through the process, and that's probably something that cannot be overemphasized here, right? 
Probably not. You're right. Uh, why go through something as difficult and unpleasant as the divorce process alone if you don't have to? Divorcing spouses who don't have a deep understanding of the many divorce rules and laws can end up losing out on some of the things that they were entitled to. I've seen this happen too many times. Why risk it? Working with an expert will ensure that both spouses don't overlook anything during the process. Yeah. And that's key right there. Now, you know, aren't we just talking, we're not just talking about attorneys though, right? Yeah, absolutely. If, if you aren't currently working with a financial services professional, I'd strongly urge you to do so. A seasoned financial services professional is undoubtedly work with clients who've gone through the divorce process. That understanding of the divorce process as it relates to personal finances in combination with the fact that they already have a deep understanding of financial rules and regulations may make them a very valuable person to have in your corner. Definitely. Uh, that is for sure. And, you know, we're, we're examining retirement strategies, uh, especially if you're going through or after you've gone through a divorce. Uh, how would you like to uh, kick off our final segment here? Uh, so this last one, I'd like to take a look at a recent Money Magazine article, Five Ways to Stop Divorce from Wrecking Your Retirement. And I think it has some really terrific information. The article uses data from the Pew Research Center. It tells us divorce rate for people older than 50 has doubled since the 1990s. Uh, as you probably guess, a spouse who stayed home to raise a family while the other spouse worked is at a particular financial risk during a divorce. Yeah, I would assume that. That stat is crazy, too. Uh, the divorce rate oh. for- People over 50 has doubled since the 90s. That's not that long ago. It would be bad if there were only two back then, but I I know that there were more than that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't a small number back then. And it doesn't feel like a stretch to say that divorce is especially difficult if you did give up a career to raise a family and then have little to no retirement savings of your own and you and your spouse part ways. That would be tough. Yeah, and it's unfortunately, it's the reason some people stay in a very miserable situation or a tenable situation. But, uh, yeah, I agree. The first piece of advice in that article, redo your budget. When you factor in the cost of an attorney, other representation, building two households instead of just one, it's easy to see how your ability to save money, maintain your current standard of living could be very difficult. The article describes a survey that claims one in three respondents were still struggling with their finances five years after the divorce. Now, ultimately, crafting a new comprehensive budget that addresses your post-divorce reality can help you avoid really some potentially damaging mistakes. It'll help you build an emergency fund. It'll keep you moving towards your goal of a comfortable, rewarding retirement. Yeah, and that's what we're all working towards, right? I mean, that's- right. Most that's- of us, yeah. <laughs> That's the goal here. And it strikes me as another opportunity to remind our listeners, if they aren't already, work with a financial professional. And in the scenario you just gave, it's easy to imagine how someone using high-risk investments to try and play financial catch-up could be in that situation. Working with a professional could help you stay on track with a strategy that's going to fit your situation and suit your own personal risk tolerance and risk comfort, right? Yeah. And uh, let's face it, you may have to step a little bit outside of your comfort zone if you're going to make up for some, you know, some gaps in where you're at. If when you do divide that stuff up, uh, that doesn't mean 
you have to put everything at, at risk so you're never sleeping at night. You're constantly worried. But you may have to adjust some of those attitudes towards risk you've had your whole life. Now, let's face it, going through a divorce is probably going to change some of those attitudes anyway. Um, and it's a good idea. That, that's why it's one of those times, no matter what, you definitely want to sit down, recraft your plan, make sure you're going, you can be as close, if not on track, to those goals you, you, know, you had before. Some of those aren't going to change, but you're clearly going to have some new ones. And one of the next things you're going to want to consider after that and after a divorce, getting into and or remaining in the labor force. When dividing up assets, the courts will factor in the importance of the, uh, the work a spouse did in the home. But that said, no matter how the assets are divided, a non-working spouse may need to return to the work force you know, post-divorce, even if, the, even if they've been at home for several years. When you're choosing a new position, it's important to remember that a paycheck is only part of a job's importance. Job may also provide the opportunity to purchase employer-subsidized insurance and also increase your Social Security benefit. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought up up social security. Uh, I was actually just about to ask you about that because I'm sure that plays into, uh, has an effect. Divorce has an effect on your social security benefits is right. Doesn't it as well? Well, yeah. And that my timing that is impeccable. Then I'm glad I did bring it up when I did. And I'd be <laughs> willing to bet you lunch that social security has also been on the minds of many of our listeners during sure. this discussion. Well, that's uh, just more lunch you owe me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so if you return to work after a divorce and a long professional break, you may want to consider delaying Social Security for as long as possible. That way you can get the most out of your spousal benefits claim. Remember, if you were married for at least 10 years, your Social Security benefit uh, will be determined also by, by your ex-spouse's work history if, it was, if they had a higher work history. Uh, it's very important if you don't have a long work history of your own because... Uh, you were working in the home, you know, so you may not have the earnings capacity that they did or the over the lifetime earnings credits that they have for their for their base for their Social Security income. So breaking the numbers down a little bit, if you begin collecting Social Security when you're 62, you'll get something in the neighborhood of 75 percent of your full benefit. Uh, that's according to the Social Security Administration's website. But, you know, it's true. Uh, what you would have gotten if you'd wait until your retirement age is going to be different. So according to that same website, the full retirement age, 66 for people born between 43 and 54. So if you wait until you're 66, you get a hundred percent of the amount you're eligible for. And then if you can postpone your filing until age 70, you drive your monthly benefit payment even higher thanks to Social Security's delayed retirement credit. And according to the article on the agency's website, early or late retirement, it's 8% per year. So that means retiring at 70 rather than 66 will increase your benefit by another 32%. What a great way to get kind of a guaranteed roll-up that you can't really find a 8% guaranteed roll-up nearly anywhere. No. no, that's awesome. Well, and when it comes to maintaining your lifestyle in retirement, a monthly social security payment that's 32% higher is a big deal. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And another, here's another good post-divorce move. It's to be very prudent with how you handle real estate. If you own a home, your best financial move may be to sell it. A lot of people have a strong emotional attachment to their home. Those emotions shouldn't be allowed to force a poor financial decision, though. Selling your home, using that money to aid your overall retirement strategy could very well be the best way to utilize it. And your your new post-divorce circumstances may make it difficult to pay a mortgage or the upkeep on a large home. When you're, when you're building a new life, why not live in a comfortable home that also allows you to focus on some of your other financial goals? Right. 
Wow, we've covered a lot and uh, real estate, social security, retirement accounts, uh, other funds. Uh, divorce can affect a lot of things, especially your finances. Uh, but it's been a, a great episode, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go today, Matt? Yeah, if you have any questions about your financial strategy, especially if you're encountering something as heart-wrenching and as hard to deal with as divorce can be, visit the website, compass-ltd.com or call the office 800-339-9252. And we can talk about how our team can help you answer some of those questions, address your concerns. Uh, our initial consultation, complimentary. There's no cost, no obligation. Uh, we'll sit down. We'll talk about some of the issues going on, help you put your best foot forward to deal with if you're in this circumstance we're talking about today, especially. But even if you have other questions about your overall financial strategy, same rules apply. All right. Thanks, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor's services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.